hands to heaven and worship him together tonight. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your mercies. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. We are not sufficient of our own to think anything of our own. But our sufficiency is of Christ. Let's thank him for how he has helped us this week, for his mercy that has kept us. Let's thank you, Father. Lord, we are grateful. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, let tonight be a special night. Let it be a night of deliverance, a night of victory, our night of joy, our night of healing, our night of answers prayers. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Let me welcome your neighbor. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Isaiah chapter 2. We are reading the book of Isaiah chapter 2 verses 2 and 3. And it shall come to pass in the last day that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into it. And many people shall go and say, Come ye, let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us of his ways, and we will walk in his path. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, and the word of the law from Jerusalem. What will make the church to reign in the last day will be the word of the Lord, the word of authority, the word of power, the word that will be above Satan and they are above the devil. And I'm trusting God that tonight, God will give you the word in the name of Jesus. None of us will become the victim, but we will be victors in Jesus' name. If you believe, shout the loudest, Amen. Amen. The word of the Lord is what guarantees victory, living a life of victory in Christ. He said, in the last day, the mountain of the Lord shall be exalted above all his. Nations will come into it because we are going to have undeniable testimony and proof that God is powerful. In your life, nobody will be qualified to pity you. You will always have testimony because we always triumph over all the battles of life in Jesus' name. God wants us to have victory and forever have victory and testimony in Jesus' name. The remaining days of this year will be days of joy, days of excitement, days of glory, days of divine visitations, days of miracles, signs and wonders in Jesus' name. That will be your portion in Jesus' name. No sorrow in your family. None will be missing at the end of this year. We will rejoice together in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I said, I said when Adam sinned and God appeared to Adam, because God normally come in the evening to bless Adam and to have a talk with them. He normally bring gifts. You can imagine the kind of gift that God will bring. A lot of things. I don't want to describe it tonight. When Adam had the voice of God, Adam and his wife, Eve, they ran away. And God was looking for them in the garden to bless them. And Adam started calling, uh, God started calling Adam, Adam, where are you? Adam said, I'm hiding. I hide your voice and I'm hiding. And God asked him, why are you hiding? He said, because I am naked. And God told him, who told you that you are naked? 
he said the serpent told me that I'm naked. He said, not the woman that you gave me, that gave me the food that I should not eat. And I became naked. And God did three things for man. Number one, God caused the serpent. On your behalf tonight, God will cause the serpent. I love, I love God's response in times of war. God caused the devil. God caused the devil. God caused the devil. Anything that is battling with your life, may the Lord cause that thing. I don't care what sickness it is. I don't care what attack it looks like. I, anything that you can't understand, say, why this affliction? God will cause them tonight in Jesus' name. Number two, God clothed the man. Oh, you feel naked? I can clothe you. Wherever you feel naked and weak, may the Lord clothe you. Your shame will not be exposed. I pray for somebody, as we are going to the end of the year, you will not be embarrassed. God will cover your nakedness. Okay, God will protect you. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will not be exposed in the name of Jesus. God will cover you up. That was number two thing that God did for man. Number three thing that God did for man, he said, your seed, in other words, your child, will bruise the head of the serpent. That's why it's easy for us to talk about victory. And we talk as if devil and witches do not exist. Because God has promised Adam long time ago that the seed of the woman will bruise the serpent. And Jesus bruised the head of the serpent. So it's like a toy for us. We are not afraid to talk about victory because we know our champion has bruised his head. He's an helpless person. There's nothing he's going to do for us. That's why I'm trusting God. Throughout this year, throughout this year, you have been enjoying victory up to this time. No evil will happen to you this year. And next year, no evil will happen to you. It shall be joy galore for you in the name of Jesus. If you have been prospering, you will prosper the more. If you are having good health, you enjoy more good health. In the mighty name of Jesus. You know, yesterday, somebody sent something on my post. And he said, try not to fall sick. He said, because augmenting has moved from 3,005 to 20,000 plus. And um, he said something else. Mention another drug, I can't remember. From 1,007 to 17,000. And something from, I don't know how many of you saw that post. Uh, because not that uh, very interesting. That's why I didn't send it here. He said, try not to fall sick. So, I remember in those days we used to buy Augmentin. I can't remember last I bought it. So, so I quickly sent it to him. I said, tell me, is this true? He said, it's true. That is true. I said, what? Augmentin, 20,000. He said, control price, 20,000. I said, ah, ah. They sold the subject like this. Madam, is it true? And they said, the price of pharmaceutical has increased. I thought it's only Gary that increased. I thought people would be merciful that price of drug will not increase. But they said say it has increased. And I say, God have mercy. God will have mercy in the name of Jesus. And you say, amen very well. And we are going to have victory over the battles of life in Jesus' name. Okay. In the last days, last days shall be the days of victory. Days of wonder. Days of miracle. Because out of Zion shall proceed the law, the authority that we control the world, out of the church. So we are born at the right season. 
nations will flow into it and say, teach us the way of the Lord so that we may walk in it. One of the reasons why people want to walk in the way of the Lord is because the way of the Lord guarantees victory. There is a way that guarantees victory. Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27 says, It shall come to pass in the last days that the yoke of the enemy shall be broken away from your neck because of the anointing. In other words, you cannot be in bondage once you carry the anointing and the grace of God. That's what it says. The authority of God will be upon your life. The anointing of God will be upon your neck. So you can't be under bondage. You can't carry God and be in chain. You can't carry God and be under affliction. You cannot carry God and not have victory. How do we have victory in Christ? What are the things that God is teaching us that lead to victory? Number one is the love of God. That's one of the things that God is teaching us here now. You believe that God loves you. The power for victory is in you believing that you are specially loved by the Lord. Because that is a defense. How do I know this? Faith can only walk through love. Galatians chapter 5 verse 6. Our faith walk when we believe that God loves us. Anyone that doesn't have confidence in the love of God will be afraid in the days of battle. 1 John chapter 4 verse 18. The Bible says, His perfect love cast out what? Fear. If I had a bad dream and I'm scared, but I say, wait a minute, but God loves me. Can God send this Iruele you see me? Can God send, can God make death for me? Can God plan disaster for me? And on my bed, I'm assured that this message can be from God. All my fears and worries will disappear because my heart is rest assured that I'm loved forever by God. His perfect love, even if you are going to an operation table, his perfect love we cast out fear. Because anyone that is afraid does not believe that God loves him. You can check how much you believe God loves you by the kind of fear you carry in life. There are some people that live throughout their life in fear. Fear of falling, fear of failing, fear of dying, fear of what people say, fear of mistake, fear of getting to heaven, fear. If you are afraid, then you don't believe you are special to God. People that are special to God, they know God gets their back. He's watching over them because they are the beloved of God. The moment you believe that you are the beloved of God, you know your future will be taken care of. Your business will be taken care of. Your enemy will be taken care of. God is in charge and he will always protect his interests. Because you are like the apples in God's eyes. You are special to him. If you are special to him, he will take care of you. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6. Thank be to God through his grace. He has accepted us as his beloved. And as the beloved of God, you can be rest assured that even when battle rages, that I know that God cares for me. In Mark chapter 4 verses 1 to 5, we discover how Jesus asked them, let's cross to the other side. And the wind was contrary. And the Bible says they were afraid, they were scared. And Jesus rebuked the wind and said, how is it that you don't have faith? What Jesus was saying, he says that, how is it that you don't believe that I love you? You don't believe that I love you. There are so many people that are speaking in tongues, yet you don't believe that God loves them. 
They don't believe that God will take care of them. They don't believe that God has their interest in his heart. And he will never allow any evil to befall them. When you believe that God loves you, you will not fear of the terror that is flying by the night. You will not be afraid. You will be rest assured that I know God is in this battle. I know God will not allow me to die. I know God will take care of me. I know God is in love with me. I know God is going to keep me. And I pray for you tonight. As we walk through the many days of this year. Because of his love, he will protect you. Because of his love, he will take care of you. Because of his love, no evil will befall you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Believe that God loves you and he will fight your battle for you. Romans chapter 8 verse 37. Beginning from verse 31, we will say, who will separate us from this love? Who will say, if God is on your side, what can anybody do against you? God is on your side. Once you are loved, will fight your battle for you. And I'm prophesying, God will fight your battle for you. If I'm speaking to somebody tonight, God will fight your battle for you. Even while you are sleeping, God will be fighting your battle for you. Say, I am loved. That is why I am blessed. I am loved. That is why I always have victory. I'm sharing testimony tonight. Tomorrow I'll be sharing another one. Shout the loudest, amen. The victory plan of God number one is for you to believe that you are loved. Always ask yourself, can God mean this thing for me? Manoah has been barren and his wife for so many years. Suddenly the angel of the Lord appeared to his wife in the book of Judges and said, your wife will give birth. Your wife will be pregnant. In fact, the angel came the first time. Manoah was not around. He came the second time. Manoah was not around. <laughs> and the man said, anytime the angel of the Lord, the messenger of the Lord come again, tell him to wait until I come. He said, wait. My husband said he wants to see you. He said, okay, I'll wait. So they fetched the husband and the husband came. He said, tell us the message. He said, God has decided to give you a son. It shall be a Nazarite from his womb. Be careful that you don't drink alcohol, you don't use raisin. He said, Be careful of this. He said, How shall we know that this message is from the Lord? And when this message comes to pass, how do we reward you? And the man of God said, Okay, the angel of the Lord said, Don't worry, if you want to bring anything to worship, bring it to worship. And as they brought that thing on the on the rock, the angel disappeared. And Manoah became afraid. He was seriously afraid. And he said, my wife, we are going to die because we have seen God. And I love the reply of the wife. He said, if God wants to kill us, why will he be telling us something sweet about our future? That's the confidence that comes from a heart of somebody that believes that God loves him. If God wants to kill me, why will he allow me to get to this stage in life? If God wants to kill me, why will he not show me to this time? If God wants to kill me, why should I be looking at my glory ahead and he will now kill me? Anything that wants to kill you now is not of God, it's of the devil. Believe that God loves you and you are going to walk in victory. Why? Love gives back to faith. Faith gives back to hope. And without hope, there is nothing to believe God for. Nothing to believe God for. Because the substance that comes inside faith is hope. If you don't have for the future... There is no faith. If you have faith and you don't believe that God loves you, nobody will bring it to pass. You must believe that God is on your side for things to work for you. That is why good things happen to people that believe 
that God loved them. How many people here believe that God loved them? Are you sure you believe that God loved you? How many people are special? Then turn to your neighbor and say, I know. And I'm sure that God loved me. Okay, let's do it in Romans. Romans chapter 4, verse 16. Romans chapter 4. I love Romans chapter 4. Sorry, 1 John chapter 4, verse 16. 1 John chapter 4, verse 16. 1 John 4, 16. There is no fear. This is 18. Put on 16. We have known and believe the love that God has for us. Let me speak to you. Say, say I have known. Are you sure? Say, I believe the love that God has for me. Say it again. Say, I have known. I have believed the love that God has for me. Let's say for the third time. Say, I have known. I have believed the love that God has for me. Don't let it go because that's your guide in times of battle. You see, I know. I believe. I am sure that God loves me. How many of you believe that God loves them? If you believe that God loves you, shout hallelujah. Okay? That's number one thing that guarantees victory in Christ. Number two thing that guarantees victory in Christ is by making progress. Don't be stagnant. At times, when you see war, don't stop. Just ask God, which direction should I go? Which direction should I go? Exodus chapter 14, beginning from verse 13. When the people of Israel saw the Red Sea, and they saw the Israel pursuing them, God still speak to Moses. Tell the Israelites to move forward. Why? If you don't make progress, the rest will not part away for you. There is a way to move forward. I was preaching about using progress to overcome the enemy in this church. And somebody said, the moment I started preaching it, the Holy Spirit opened his mind and said, we have concentrated on our problem for too long. He told his wife, let us look at some other things that we can do. Let's make progress. And they decided to make progress in housing. They have been weighed down by the problem they were facing. They weren't doing anything. But all of a sudden, when I talk about using progress to overcome the devil, they started thinking about what else can we do. Come on, we can buy land. We can build house. And as they were doing that thing, that problem that was confronting them in another angle became solved. What the devil wants you to do is to be overwhelmed by your problem. So he paralyzes every other activity around you. You begin to complain. You begin to murmur. You begin to suck. You begin to feel bad. And nothing is happening. Every door is closed. Because you have refused to allow God help you to make progress where he has opened door for you. If you are not moving forward, the rest will not part way for you. One of the problems that is confronting people today is stagnation. Never you try to be stagnant. By all means, always ask God, how can I move forward? If you are not moving forward, your life will be boring. One of the ways to overcome is to advance. Advance. He said, you have stayed on this mountain long enough. Move forward. Move forward. God wants you to advance. Always ask yourself, I can move forward. Don't you know that we are working in an economy that is dangerous? If you are stagnant, prices of things will soon catch up with you. And before you know it, there is nothing else to do. You just go into something else. But if you are constantly making progress, your life will be dynamic. And before you know it, 
you'll be overcoming other battles without knowing. Don't be stagnant. If there's no way to make, make progress, make progress in learning. Learn something new. Pay for knowledge. Make progress in the area of learning. Okay, seems I don't have a job. Is there anything that I can learn? Or relearn? Or think about? Or work about? Something that I can do. I said, I love the testimony of Ellen Paul. But one of the things you can see in her life, despite her background and her bad story, was that she was constantly learning and improving. And because she was always learning and improving, making progress in her academic career, God was busy opening doors for her. She was constantly making progress. Where can you make progress? Don't be overwhelmed with the economic problem. Is there any way you can make progress? Is there anything you can do? Anything you can do that will push your life forward. Somebody just coming to you with an idea. He said, but you can make progress here. I've discovered that people that don't make progress in life, they are easily defeated in battles. But when you are constantly making progress, you'll be recording victory that you are not even expecting because you are making progress. I don't want to use examples that you may know. But I can show life that have been dormant. And because they are always waiting, waiting for perfect time to make progress, they are nowhere to be found today. Because they want, if you are in church, hearing messages of victory, hearing about what God will do, and you are doing nothing, the truth of the matter is that something will catch up with you that may overwhelm you. But if you are hearing the message, and you are using it to learn, and you are moving forward, and you are doing well. Do you know that even in this land, there are so many people that are having testimony? A lot of people are having testimony. In this land, no. In this land. I'm telling you, in this land, people are making progress. Ah, nobody is making progress. The time is, is a lie. Complete lie. I was at a supermarket. I was telling my wife this story. And the guy said, ah, daddy, how are you? How are you doing? I said, I'm fine. He said, ah, let me escort you to your car. And he followed me to my car. I said, Daddy, how is, how is your bakery now? How is the bakery? How is he doing? I said, we are doing well. We are doing well. He said, do you know that I've started making two bags here in this market per day? I said, how do you do it? What do you do? He calculated it for me. I was surprised. He said, look, you have some things to learn. If I come and I teach my formula, how I do this, how I do that. You know, he said, do you know that the madam that uh, employed me took me from just right in Lagos? That's what I do. I say, are you serious? He said, don't worry. Just do me well. Do me well. I will come. I will come. So I gave him 1,000. I said, expect me on Sunday. The 1,000 I gave him is to learn more things from him. That is the truth. You have to make progress. If you make progress in the area of learning, you'll be surprised that you are having victory easily in areas that you thought there is no way. There's always something to learn. Somebody said, I have done everything, nothing is working. My friend, you have done something that you know. There's still something that you do not know that you can learn and you will use to make progress. The easiest way to enjoy victory in life is by making progress. Don't be stagnant. Because if you are stagnant, something will catch up with you. If you are stagnant, Stagnant, something will catch up with you. Make sure you are always learning because there's something to learn. Make sure you are making progress in every area of your life. 
And I pray that none of us will be stagnant in Jesus' name. I say you will not be stagnant. Your life will be dynamic. Full of the blessing of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Proverbs chapter 4 verse 18. We read it all the time. The part of the just is like what? I can't hear you. It's like what? I can't hear you. It's like what? That is how your part will be in Jesus' name. Even this month you are going to make progress. The month of December you make progress. Next year it will be better. You will not be stagnant in the name of Jesus. If your health this year will improve. You are getting better every day. Your life is dynamic in Jesus' name. No more stagnation. Say, I am marching forward. And the enemy that I see today, I will see them no more forever. The Lord will fight for me and I will have my peace in the name of Jesus. When the Lord allowed the Israel to go, Exodus 13, verse 17, the Bible says, He did not take them by the way that is near. He said, Paraventure, the people see war and they turn back. Not if they see war. God knows they are going to see war, but when they consider the distance that they have moved, if the road is short, they will say, Ah, in the middle of nothing, the area But if you have moved far in life, and the devil will tell you there is no way, you now say, Ah, definitely, if it's more low, we are going, cannot be far. I will continue going. You use that progress that you have made to fight your war and to push away discouragement. When the devil is discouraging you, they will kill you. What are you making? You are nothing. You now look at where you started from. How many journey? How many road you have crossed? How many battles you have fought? How many testimony God has given you? you say, oh, no, no, no. I've gone too deep into this thing. I can't go back. I will not go back. Say, I will not go back. Say, I will not go back. I am marching forward. I will not be stagnant. I know whom I believe. I am marching forward. Can I hear you say I'm marching forward? Can you say to me I'm marching forward? I'm not going backward. Nothing will discourage me. My life is getting better. I am going higher. In the mighty name of Jesus. May you go higher and higher in Jesus' name. Can I hear amen loud and clear? You fight the battles of life with the love of God as your emblem. I believe that God loves me, so I will not die in battle. You fight the battle of life with the progress you have recorded in life. You have gone far. You can't go backward. So when you see what say, I would rather fight this battle and win. I've gone too far. I'm not going backward. I am moving forward. And you are going to move forward in Jesus' name. Number three, you fight the battle of life with the glory and the power of God. The glory and the power of God. The glory of God is a manifestation of his name and anointing in your life. In John chapter 2, verse 11, the Bible says Jesus performed his first miracle. There he manifested his glory, and people believe in him. Today I'm praying for you. God will manifest his glory in your life. I say, God will manifest his glory in your life. You have suffered, you have endured, but his glory will be revealed, and you will shine in the name of Jesus. This beginning of signs Jesus did in, in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. Tonight, as we take the Holy Communion, God will manifest his personality. He will manifest his glory. He's going to manifest his power. He's going to manifest his mightiness in the mighty name of Jesus. Manifestation of God's glory guarantee victory in your life.
So we are not just only coming for religious service. We are coming for him to manifest his power in our life. His glory in our life. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. You know how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth who went about doing good for God was with him. The manifestation of God. He was not a casual Christian. He was carrying the presence of God. The name of God. The glory of God. And because of the name and the power of God in his life, the Bible says that he was doing good. He was performing miracles. The manifestation of God's power will cause certain demons to live your life. They will not come near you because they know you carry the mark of God. You carry the glory of God. You carry the anointing of God. That's the place I read in Isaiah chapter 10 verse 27 that the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. You are not just an ordinary person. You carry the glory and the power of God in your body. You are not ordinary. You say, if the spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwelleth in you, that simply will do what? It will quicken your mortal body. Even while you are sleeping, the Holy Spirit is working on your body and your organ. You are getting better because you are carrying the full presence of God. You are not alone. You are carrying the glory of God. And that glory will never depart from your life in the name of Jesus. And you say amen very well. I say the glory of God will never depart from your life. You'll be shining forever. That glory will give you supernatural victory in the name of Jesus. You remember a particular story in the family of Eli where the two sons were killed in battle and the ark of the covenant was taken away by the enemy. You know what their mother says? He covered the glory as departed. Why? The woman believed that with the glory of God at work, the enemy cannot win any battle. That's what she believed. He said, how can this thing happen? It can never happen when the glory is there. Because the glory of God will raise standard against your enemy. That glory. That glory. There's a glory that you carry. And we call it the manifestation of his glory. And I know some people have seen it before. Some people will look at you and say, I see the glory of God all over your life. I see the light of God shining upon you. Are you coming from a retreat? I see the glory of God all over you. As we are preaching, I can see the brightness of God all over you. I see the glory of God all over you. People can physically see the glory when you carry the manifestation of his glory. Even when you appear, demons possess people. They run away from you. That's why we say you should not take Christianity as just a physical garden. Because some people, the only thing they do in church is meeting people. They don't meet glory. They and glory, they don't have relationship. All what they do is that they are always carnal in church. Always doing things that will take away the glory from them. And when the glory is coming, it will land on them. But anytime you come to church, you are expecting the glory. I like what uh, Ronkeloli said. Ronkeloli went somewhere to minister. He was singing. And they were trying to record him. And he said, excuse me, pastor. Can I correct these people? He said, please don't record me while I'm ministering. Because I'm trying to bring down the glory. I want to feel his presence. He said, worship is an intimate relationship with God. He said, who goes into an inner chamber with his wife? and say, I want to be recorded. He said, please leave me with God on the altar. I want to have fellowship. I want to carry his glory. Please, all those who are recording me using phone in front of me, let me concentrate 
I'm washing my eyes. I love that. Because we can be so carried away. That's why in those days they will say they don't want strange camera people to be around the altar. They want the other altar to be respected because we expect the altar to be a place of glory. Are you hearing me at all? You must be sensitive to the glory. Because there's a time the spirit moves in your direction. There's a time the glory moves in your life. There's a time you feel his presence like a physical touch. The woman with the issue of blood touched the hem of his garment and said, if I touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. And immediately she touched, she felt in her body that something touched her. That is the glory. Christianity is not just about physical things. There's something that is more than the physical that must touch your life. You feel it within you. And when the glory comes, you know you are invincible. That devil can't just attack you. You wait for the devil has nothing. He said, no, no, this thing cannot happen to me. I am above this. It's not about your power. It's about the glory of God at work in your life that fight the devil. And at that time, if the enemy come up against you, the spirit of God at work in your life will raise standard against it. You are not just a crying baby. You are now a fighting giant because you are carrying the glory of God. You are carrying the glory of God. These are the three things that must be taught for you to enjoy victory. You are conscious of his love. You are making progress in life and you are manifesting his glory at all times. And you can do it at all times. Even all these things I've taught, you can do it at will. You feel low in your spirit. You fire your inner spirit by speaking in tongues. You can start by singing. And start by singing. You keep your spirit man alive. God told me one night, I was attacked by Amroba and Nukumosha. He said, Don't worry. Keep your spirit man on fire. And I will deal with them. Keep your spirit man on fire. And I started singing. And I was singing. And at, at the time, I didn't hear what they were saying. And I started speaking in tongue. And they ran away. My spirit man was high. I was oblivious of what was happening around me. I was manifesting his glory through my spirit. And I subdued the power of that attack. And you can always invoke this at ease. Because the spirit of a man will sustain him in his infirmity. A man of broken spirit who can bear. When you're a man that is of broken spirit, you want to sink, you can't sink. Mama, call any. How excellent is your name, O God. Glory be to God in the highest. Ah, Hosanna, Hosanna. The spirit is not awake. Your spirit is broken and wounded. The Bible says, who can bear? Who can help? But the spirit of a man on fire will sustain him in his infirmity. The spirit of a man that is on fire will sustain him in his infirmity. And if you fall in the days of your battle, your strength is small. So that your spirit man is not on fire. You, have, you are caught unaware. You are caught unaware. Your spirit is at work. That's why we talk about baptism of the Holy Spirit. That we talk about speaking in tongues. That's why we talk about singing. Because all these things they are things that energizes your spirit. Even as I'm preaching right now, some spirits can catch fire. 
can catch fire. Because the word itself is a spirit and life. I've been preaching like this and somebody is crying. Because all of a sudden you feel his presence. You are touched. You are not just placid, not touched, nothing move you. Because if you are not inspired, in spirit you aspire. So your spirit man will be kept alive. It's like you are putting wood there. You are getting ignited. You are getting happy. Something is exciting you. Your spirit man is tearing the waters. And you are manifesting his glory. And at that time, anything you decree will happen. Shall be given to you. Rest on your feet. Rest on your feet. Raise your hands to heaven. See, I manifest his spirit. Wherever I go, I manifest the spirit of the Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, I will manifest his spirit. It's all over me. I manifest his glory. I manifest his presence. He's moving me around. The spirit of the Lord is all over me. Come on, it's all over me. Yes, I know no man after the flesh. I'm a man of the spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is all over me and is moving me around. In the name of Jesus, I refuse to be ordinary. I'm in the spirit on the Lord's day. I manifest the presence of the Lord. I manifest the power of the Lord that guarantee victory in the mighty name of Jesus. I will keep my spirit alive. My spirit man will not be weak or dead. In the name of Jesus, my spirit is constantly on fire. I am a man of the spirit. I am not a man of the flesh. In the name of Jesus, keep keeping your spirit alive. And you have supernatural victory easily. Keep keeping. Come on, exercise yourself in the spirit. Worship in tongues, speak in tongues, sing worship to him. Keep your spirit alive. Christianity is not church activity, it's manifesting his glory, manifesting his spirit, manifesting his power, manifesting his power. You can manifest him and manifest his spirit in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and exercise yourself in the spirit. Building up your holy faith. Go ahead and manifest his spirit. In the name of Jesus. Mm. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. Yes, Lord Jesus. The manifestation of his glory. Guarantee victory in the affairs of life manifestation of his glory if you are faced with any difficulty keep your spirit alive light the spirit with fire of the word and manifest your your spirit manifest his spirit manifest his glory manifest his presence yes lord jesus if you fail in the days of your adversity your strength that the spirit carry is small thank you jesus Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Holy Spirit is moving you around. It's all over you. Build up yourself in your holy faith. Build up your spirits. Keep decreeing and declaring. Yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. 
I know no man after the flesh. I manifest his spirit, manifest his grace. Yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. We are going to be taking the Holy Communion and you are going to be confessing how much you are loved by the Lord. You'll be confessing it. You know, some people don't know that God loved them. But for people that believe that God loved them, as they are taking the Holy Communion, you'll be confessing, I am loved, eternally loved by the Lord. And because God loved me, no evil will befall me. Yeah.